Tanya for the 21st of year, the first story. The, the Balshemtov's grandson writes in, in his famous book, Degel Machane Ephraim, he writes like this. He says, I swear, he writes, that there's one person in the world who hears Torah from Hashem himself and not through angels and not through Seraphim. And he's, 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 he's still worried that... Um, he be like he'll be thrown down into the depths of of nothingness, and uh, Degel Machan Ephraim writes a story, and it's a story about his grandfather, the Baal Shem Tov. He says one day a childless woman came to the Baal Shem Tov and started crying to the Baal Shem Tov, <coughs> and um, and she brought um, money for the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov was in a very difficult time, and he and she told the Baal Shem Tov that she didn't have any children, and she was heartbroken about it. And the Balshemta promised her a son. And then, in heaven, the Balshemta discovered, and it was by way of his teacher, Achia Shaloni, the Balshemta discovered that this, child, this woman was never supposed to have a child. And there was, there was, she was born barren, entirely barren. It wasn't that she was able to have a child and she hadn't had one. She, she had no ability, there was no potential for her to have a child. And now Hashem had to, you know, the, uh, when, a, when a tzaddik decrees something, it has to happen. So now they decide like this. This woman's going to have the child as a Balshantav had decreed. But Balshantav will lose his portion in, in the world to come. And his teacher from heaven had come to inform the Balshantav of this. And when the Balshantav had heard that he's going to lose his portion in the world to come. The Washington was extremely happy. He said, until now, I always served God, you know, on the assumption that I'm going to get some form of compensation. But now I could just serve God with no form of compensation, <coughs> just to please God. And the Washington was extremely happy by what most people would have considered disastrous news. And the Achia Shiloni came back and informed him the whole thing had been a test, and he, they wanted to see in heaven how he would react if he was informed that he wasn't getting a portion in the world to come. The Tanya, until now, we had this incredible four-chapter journey discussing about what we call kamayim upon him, upon him, a type of relationship and love that's based on reciprocity. It's based on, you know, understanding how much God loves us and how, much, how far God has gone for us and saying, well, I love God in exchange. Now we're going to deal with something that the altar is not going to touch upon at great length in comparison to the previous love, let's put it. But at the same time, it needs to be spoken about because we've talked about all the, let's call it, lower levels of love, attainable loves, but there's, you know, there's the most obvious love, and that's the love, the fiery love of the greatest tzaddikim, this love which we touched upon, possibly, very quickly, but we, have, we didn't dwell upon. So now we're going to dwell upon it a little bit more and explain how the highest form of love works and how it compares and what's the advantages over the regular loves. All the loves we talk about, and again, we've listed a lot of type, a lot of type of love, and I'm not going to go through all the touch, but a lot of loves have been discussed here. All of them are chesed related loves. They come from the right side, and they're, they're, as we're going to mention in a, in, a, in a moment, they are represented by silver. And they're called uh, longing for holy things. I've longed for my father's house. Says Alter there's a higher love than all the loves we talked about. Because all the loves we talked about are silver loves, let's call it. It's, it's this um, quest, this desire to connect to God. It's this yearning towards God. 
and it's beautiful and it's accomplishable and a person could, you know, depending on how great they are and depending on which type of love, a person can utilize these on a day-to-day service. But there's another one which is a love of like a, like a glowing coal. Mm-hmm. And this one comes from the from Gvura, not from Chesed, it comes from Gvura. But now the thing is, you would say, well, that's lower. Gvura has a special connection, even though it's lower than Chesed, it's connected to Bina. If you look at those Kabbalistic charts, which again, most of them, most of them are, are, are wildly inaccurate, but there's, there's Chachma, Bina, and Das. Chachma, Bina, which means Chachma is the right side, Bina is the left side, and then you have Chesed and Gevura, and Gevura is right underneath Bina. Bina has a direct relationship. Wisdom, the second stage of the intellectual process, has a direct relationship to Gevura. When a person sits down and thinks about God, and he thinks that nothing, everything is nothing compared to God. His soul becomes fiery and wants to go up and 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 stare at the greatness of God, the the splendor of God. Just like a fiery coal which has flames that shoot out from it and just want to surge upwards. And fire by 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 its nature just wants to escape the wick. And we talked about this at, at great length multiple times already in the Tanya. That fire wants to ascend upwards. And this type of love that we're discussing in this chapter is a fire-like type of love. And what happens is, Gevura is about passion, and it's about intensity. And the person who's utilizing this, he's utilizing his knowledge of God, not for a regular love, but for a wildly intense love, and it's this thirst towards God. It's like, it's an uncontrollable surge of fire-like ascendance towards God. And what happens, of course, is that because the soul can't achieve that because, you know, the person's still alive, what happens is they have a lovesickness. It's like a person needs that love so badly. It's like they literally haven't drunk and they just need to drink something and they can't drink. And so at some point they start to feel that, 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 that thirst. That's what's going on with the soul in, in, in this very elevated form of love. And this leads, and this leads up the soul to expire. It just, it just literally just ceases to be because it needs to have it, godliness. It needs to f- um, fly up, and it's like a flame. If a flame had a choice, at some point, uh, if flames had emotion, at some point, well, the flame would say, "Okay, I can't." I can't um, fly upwards, and the flame would start to feel impacted by the fact that it's always jumping upwards and always tied down to the wick. And says the Al-Tarab, the Kohanim and the Levim represented respectively the different types of service. Kohanim represent all the different loves we talked about until now. The more, let's call it controlled love. Levim represent this fiery, passionate, wild, flame-like type of love. And the, nowadays, Levim are of a lower order of service, let's call it. But when Mashiach comes, Levim are going to be upgraded to Kahanim. Because 
And, and, and the, he says the Arizal proves it from the Pasuk. Because the, the Levim's service of this type of love is going to be able to be expressed in a healthy way when Mashiach comes. Now, not so much, as we're going to mention. And what was, what was the Kohanim's job? Their job was literally raising their voice, like a fire raising upwards, thanking Hashem, and song, and music, and harmonies, and tunes, and all these other types of expressions of of thirst towards God, if you want to call it. And that's the rushing towards God, the pulling back, the rushing again. And this is how this type of love works. This love works in such a way, it's a fiery, wild love towards God, and then it's a, a rushing and control. And then there's a rushing back towards God, and then a retreat and control. The Alter says, though the Tanya is all about explaining things, ideas that our brains can understand, Alter says, this type of love that we're discussing now, it's, it's not really able to be um, fully explained in letter, because it, it's, it's too nuanced, and it's too powerful. We're talking about extremely sensitive and, and, and subtle and powerful ideas, and until now, Latab was able to describe this love, but now this type of love, it's, it's difficult for it to be expressed. It's so emotional. It's difficult to be expressed on paper. So Latab says, it's difficult for, for this to be written down. Each person needs to use his, his own uh, mind and try to, try to find this capacity within themselves in order to, to be able to try to do this type of very powerful love where they have this fire-like passion of rushing towards God with such an intensity like a person that hasn't drunk and needs to have, needs to have thirst. And Al-Tarab says, but if a person wants to do it, and, and Al-Tarab also says that different people have different, you know, everyone has to pick what type of um, um, meditations and what type of loves and fears are going to resonate with them. If, but if a person resonates with this type, you know that a person should do it. But, says al this is after a person first has Yerah Chait. For once he gets the, the uh, accomplished, not just a regular level of fear, but an accomplished and an a, a, a elevated level of fear, then he's able to start trying to get this level of love. The Al-Tarabah says that if a person's fear if a person's sins are in the way, it, it will actually tamper with his effectiveness to try to reach such an elevated love. So step number one, says Alter, before you try this type of, of, of love, which is extremely elevated, you need to first get rid of just your sins. You need, a, you need a, you kind of clean your slate, because if you want to go on such an emotional, intellectual, and, and a godly journey, you need to be a, an elevated person. In summary, what do we say in today's time? We said that there's different types of love. There's all the loves we talked about before, which are more controlled and more and more attainable. There's an there is for a matter of completion, says Atreba, I'll dedicate a chapter and I'll explain to you how the higher forms of love work. The, these extremely powerful, let's call them gold-like, as we're going to talk about through, uh, as, we, as we move on, but these fiery, um, thirst-like types of love towards God, how do they work? Thank you so much for joining Tanya. Tanya is only an interesting Have a wonderful and very successful day. Thank you so much for joining.